Hi guys, how are you all doing? Welcome to the fourth episode of Morning Chai and Ikigai. This is your podcast host Priyanka. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about a children's story. Now, just because it is a story that was written for children doesn't mean that we adults are not meant to read it. Um in fact most of life's important lessons can be found in children's literature take for example um Bill Watterson's Calvin and Hobbes or um A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh or our favorite uh, Dr. Seuss or even um J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter for that matter these books are often packed with nuggets of wisdom that uh, we as adults can apply to our daily lives um and the ironical part is by the time we adults realize the importance of these children's books uh we are no longer children um anyway coming back to the topic uh today's story is um one with a very impactful and a very poignant message um a message that we need to constantly keep reminding ourselves of and um if you have children Of course you need to emphasize the importance of this message while they are growing up. So the story is titled The Velveteen Rabbit and is authored by Marjorie Williams. A little about the author. Um Marjorie Williams was the younger of two sisters and she was born in London. Now even as a child Marjorie was known to have this vivid imagination um so much so that she'd create personalities for the toys in her nursery and she would uh, she would weave stories around them so this creative streak was uh, first observed by her father who was a, who was a kind and and supportive man and he not just encouraged her but he also uh, supported this creativity by motivating her um um he he motivated her to read read more and to express better and this in a way it formed uh, um it formed the crux of this uh, father daughter relationship um so when marjorie was faced with the the with the grief of of his sudden death uh she was barely a child at that time she was hardly 7 and she was distraught it was like a major setback to her um Two years later, the family had to shift to New York City. Uh, so it is said that uh, Marjorie never really got over this grief, this grief of losing a parent in such a drastic way. Um, and this is um, this is this is reflected in her in in the stories that she wrote all through her life. Um, they say that her stories um, always had this element of hidden grief of. Uh, of sadness of wistfulness um and uh, this kind of stemmed from that traumatic episode of her father's death now this did not go down well with her readers all the time there were people who noted uh, um somber tones in her writing and some of them had a problem with that but marjorie uh, ignored all that and continued to write Um so Marjorie Williams she had become a published author at the age of 19 which was a very young age especially for a woman back then to be published. Um but life had this weird way of intervening 
she um, and she fell in love and she got married and motherhood demanded that she take a break from writing so writing in a sense um, was relic was uh, relegated to the back burner um, and it was only when her children grew older that she thought of writing once again um, it is said that uh, the inspiration for the Velveteen Rabbit and other stories came from the fact that she was observing her kids at play and uh, that was when she noted the toys strewn uh, across the floor and uh, that was when inspiration struck and she thought that she would convert it into a story. Um, that was how the Velveteen Rabbit came into being. Um, of course, during her lifetime, she wrote other stories and other novels. She wrote more than 25 novels and stories. But um, The Velveteen Rabbit continues to be the, the most popular and the most loved amongst all her books and across all ages, even today. What is real? asked the rabbit one day when they were lying side by side near the nursery fender before Nana came to Tidy's room. Does it mean having things that buzz inside you and a stick-out handle? Real isn't how you're made, said the skin horse. It's a thing that happens to you when a child loves you for a long, long time, not just to play with, but really loves you. Then you become real. Does it hurt? asked the rabbit. Sometimes, said the skin horse, for he was always truthful. When you are real, you don't mind being hurt. Does it happen all at once, like being wound up? He asked. Or bit by bit? It doesn't happen all at once, said the skin horse. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen often to people who break easily, or have sharp edges, or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you're real, most of your hair has been loved off, and your eyes drop out, and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all because once you're real, you can't be ugly. Except to people who don't understand. The Velveteen Rabbit is freely available on the internet, but uh, let me tell you briefly about it so that you can gain some perspective. Uh, so the Velveteen Rabbit is about a toy rabbit that is made of satin. It is a fattener, bunchy rabbit that uh, has buttons for eyes and um, it has a bushy tail and, and pink satin ears. And it is uh, it's stuffed with sawdust. So this rabbit is gifted to uh, a young boy as a Christmas present and that is where the story begins. Uh, so after the initial, um, after being attracted to the rabbit for a brief, uh, um, a brief time, um, the the boy uh, turns to uh, his other gifts, which are far more exciting, and the velveteen rabbit gets relegated to the cupboard in the nursery. Now it is here that the velveteen rabbit feels very ignored and he feels lonely because all the other toys, in comparison, um, are much more advanced and modern than him. He is just made of uh, sawdust and satin, whereas the others they they are made of uh, um, they are made of um, they 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 can be wound up and they are mechanical, and so uh, the velveteen rabbit. Uh, feels very inferior compared to them. Also, it doesn't help uh, that the other toys, they belittle him. Um, they, they are haughty and uh, they think they are above him. All except 
um, the skin horse. Now, the skin horse is, uh, is, is a toy that belonged to the young boy's uncle during his childhood. And the skin horse is now old and tattered, but it offers some real sane advice. Now, the excerpt I had read earlier was a conversation between the uh, velveteen rabbit and the skin horse, uh, wherein they talk about um, what being real feels like. And the skin horse offers him some uh, words of wisdom. Um, but the velveteen rabbit is always sad that he does not know what being real is like. And he wonders what uh, it must feel like to be, uh, to be real. And then one day, the boy's attention steers towards the velveteen rabbit. And from that day onwards, um, the two almost become inseparable. The boy carries him everywhere he goes, uh, to the garden patch. He carries him uh, to bed at night. And uh, that is when the velveteen rabbit realizes what the skin horse had um, been telling him. Uh, so he is convinced now that the boy likes him. And of course, the boy believes, like all children his age, he believes that the rabbit is real, just like Calvin believes that Hobbes is real and is not a uh, not a stuffed tiger. Similarly, the boy in this story believes that um, his his velveteen rabbit is real, and that is enough for the velveteen rabbit to uh, to be convinced, to uh, to have the conviction and the confidence that he is indeed real because he feels loved. He does not notice how um, his fur is uh, becoming shabbier day by day due to the constant handling by the boy. Um, his, uh, his, his tail is becoming almost unsown and the pink is of, 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 of his nose is being, is being uh, rubbed off because that is where the boy uh, kisses him goodnight. But he ignores all these facts because he feels loved. Things, however, are not meant to last for the velveteen rabbit. So in a sudden twist of events, the boy gets affected by scarlet fever and the doctor um, advises uh, that, that uh, all the picture books and all the toys in the nursery be burned down. And this includes the, um, the velveteen rabbit as well. Um, now, of course, uh, the end of the story has a little bit of nursery magic. Uh, which I wouldn't want to give away because I want you all to read the story for yourself and enjoy it. And I promise you, the end will leave you all smiling. Um, but coming to the next segment of, uh, of this episode, what is the message behind the Velveteen Rabbit? Lesson number one, looks do not matter and appearances are deceptive. Now, at the very beginning of the story, the Velveteen Rabbit is introduced to us as uh, this fat and bunchy rabbit um, that is stuffed with sawdust. Now, uh, this means that uh, the author wants to portray the rabbit as, um, as, as pretty much a plain Jane of the uh, toy kingdom. Um, of course, the definition and the interpretation of beauty has changed over the ages. And now we no longer consider fat um, as ugly. But at that point of time, um, fat and, and bunchy probably had a, a negative connotation to it. So Marjorie Williams probably wanted to emphasize on um, how love looks beyond beauty or beyond the physical appearance uh, of the person. Um, so like in the story, the boy does not mind the rabbit being um, just, uh, just made of cloth and a stuffed toy uh, and still chooses the, the velveteen rabbit above all the other toys. 
um so um he, he to a point where they both become inseparable and then even when the rabbit becomes old and worn out and shabby the boy still prefers him over the other toys and wants him to be um with him throughout so uh, marjorie williams wants to emphasize that beauty means nothing when it comes to love so love looks beyond that now at this point i would like to read out a line from the story which um uh, which helps me go smoothly to the next point that i am trying to make so the line goes like this now this is in reference uh, to um, the skin horse and it says he that is the skin horse he was wise for he had seen a long succession of mechanical toys arrive to boast and swagger and break their mainsprings and pass away and he knew they were only toys and would never turn into anything else so this line just goes to show the wisdom that the skin horse has and um uh, that brings me to the second point the story wants to emphasize that is lesson number 2 bullying so there are two instances of bullying in the story one is when the velveteen rabbit feels very inferior because the other toys in the in the in the nursery um belittle him that the mechanical toys think they are far more superior so this is an instance of bullying um that um uh, that uh, marjorie wanted to um point out probably uh, and and that line which i just read out was with reference to this uh, incident so the skin horse knows that uh, these um that these toys they are just they 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 are in the grand scheme of things they don't matter because uh, they are never going to change into anything else they are just going to remain toys and then the second incident uh, the second instance of bullying is when um, uh, when the velveteen rabbit meets the real rabbits in the woods and um they be little him because um because he smells different from them and because he doesn't have hind legs and um at this point the velveteen rabbit is sad but he he defends himself now another two instances of bullying we can see a a stark difference between the reaction and the response given by the velveteen rabbit in the first instance when the velveteen rabbit is 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 bullied by the toys in the nursery um he kind he kind of shrivels up and he kinds of feels dejected and desolate and the second instance is after the boy um, after he's convinced after the velveteen rabbit is convinced that the boy loves him he has uh, gained this new self confidence which uh, um, by virtue of which he can face this bullying so when the real rabbits try to uh, uh, be little him and say that he smells different and he doesn't um, uh, he's not like them and he doesn't have high heat so um, the velveteen rabbit at that point he stands up for himself he says no i am real so this just goes to show uh, the power of love and uh, what it does to us it increases our self confidence it convinces us that we are real so the power of love uh, lies in the fact that it not just increases our self esteem but also makes us believe um believe in ourselves uh, more than anything else so the velveteen rabbit uh, stresses on uh, this fact now at this point i cannot help but wish that uh, the author had stressed on the importance of 
self love as well because that is equally important but um but the story is more about unconditional love the unconditional love that the velveteen rabbit offers to the boy for uh, uh for 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 making him believe in himself for convincing him that he too is real so um coming to the next point uh the fourth lesson that uh, we learn from the story is from the skin horse and that is another important lesson it, the skin horse teaches us that we got to be kind to everyone we meet along the way lesson number 5 and this to me is the most touching part of the story so um towards the end of the story when the rabbit realizes that the boy is bedridden because of scarlet fever uh he waits it out patiently all the while dreaming about how things will be uh when the boy finally recovers and um when the boy is on his way to recovery and plans a day on the beach um so velveteen rabbit is looking forward to it he thinks of all the things that he will do on the beach things that he wants to see and he's so excited to go uh, go to the beach with the boy and even when the boy forgets all about him on recovering he does not mind it now this to me is a very touching scene because um, uh, he is not like this is not the normal response that we people tend to give when faced with rejection he does not stomp his feet or get angry or or um get uh, get mad at the boy he just loves him unconditionally and perhaps um that's where you remember the skin horse uh the skin horse and what he said about love that love hurts but um you don't mind it so um so the author probably here wants to tell us that um when you love someone unconditionally you take along with it the risk of being hurt you know you give the person the power to hurt you and sometimes the person does hurt you but you love the person all the same last but not the least the sixth lesson the velveteen rabbit leaves us with now this lesson is the end of the story which i would want you guys to read for yourself so uh, without divulging the way the story concludes i will just summarize the lesson and it goes to say that love um always returns maybe not in the same way you lost it but it does return now this lesson reminds me of a similar quote from uh, uh from uh, harry potter and the order of the phoenix that jk rowling had used i think it had something to do with uh, things we lose finding their way uh, back to us uh, but not necessarily in the way we expect them to now this truth is depicted beautifully in this story the velveteen rabbit and i would suggest you read the story out to your kids to um explain to them the importance of kindness to explain to them the importance of love now um and don't forget to tell them about these nuances because this story will not just help them uh cope better with the with with the stresses that growing up uh will bring to them but it also help them face life in a better way and not just children but um we too as adults every now and then need to be reminded about these things um so that brings me to the end of today's episode of morning chai and ikigai uh don't forget to tune in on sunday for a brand new episode until then 
This is your host Priyanka signing out. Bye bye. Morning Chai and Ikigai is a bi-weekly podcast. That means fresh episodes will be uploaded every Thursday and Sunday. If you want to connect with me outside the pod, I am there on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is Dr. Priyanka Naik. That is D R Priyanka Naik. I'm also there on Facebook, and my YouTube channel is Dr. Priyanka Naik again. So do subscribe, leave me a comment, or rate and review my podcast. I also blog at drpriyankanaik.com.